재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? Do you know what time it is? 그립방 아빠의 안타까운 웃음을 알려주면서 Prime time. It's prime time. 
sex or gender discrimination, which is kind of a different inquiry. But right. um, it just, again, really depends on the facts of the situation. In terms of someone who does feel aggrieved and feels they do have a, a justification to, to file a claim, a legal claim on sexual harassment, is that also, again, one of those it depends situations, it de- depending on the emotional state of that person, whether they were physically uh, hurt in some way or emotionally hurt in some way? It can. And look, if someone feels like they have been harassed, um, there are certainly resources out there. Um, you know, the, the first resource, obviously, is at the employer. Um, employers are, are required uh, to have complaint policies and, and things of that nature and education uh, and disciplinary policies, if, if necessary, uh, to deal with these types of situations. And But if the uh, individual who feels they've been harassed doesn't feel like for some reason that the employer uh, is the best route to go. Um, perhaps it's the supervisor who's doing the alleged harassment. Uh, the Ministry of Employment and Labor, uh, the National Human Rights Commission are also resources that are out there. When we talk about uh, a civil legal claim and uh, whether that rises then to a level of a, a criminal case, are there generally any guidelines as to uh, what kind of event or instance uh, can become eventually a criminal matter? Well, sexual harassment in and of itself is, is not criminal conduct. Right. Uh, so it would be something more that would have to happen. You have to, there would have to be a violation of some criminal law. Um, for example, uh, there's disgraceful conduct by force or, or, or force using force or something uh, against someone in, in, in tandem with the allegedly sexually harassing conduct might rise to the level of actually being criminal in nature. I know that this is, of course, a situation where uh, things are different in the United States as they are here in Korea and uh, the culture uh, and sure. how uh, female employees sometimes feel a little bit, uh, I suppose, reluctant to, to come forward. But uh, generally speaking, in your experience and here in Korea, and I know you're not a sexual harassment counselor or anything like that. No, but no, if, if someone does feel that they are, they have indeed been sexually harassed and and they've gone through all the the thought process of whether this is going to damage my career or not what should that person do well i obviously i can't give legal advice over the phone or anything of that nature and and i'm a foreign licensed attorney as well but what i can say is that uh as i mentioned if if there if the employee feels comfortable uh going into the employer going to HR going to a supervisor, a, a trusted individual, uh, to complain, then the employer will have routes to make those complaints, to process them, uh, and they should be processed very fairly quickly, uh, and then uh, come up with the results and uh, advise the employee uh, and take whatever appropriate discipline is necessary, and not discipline the, uh, the alleged victim for bringing that up. Uh, but if that's not going to work, as I mentioned, uh, the Ministry of Employment and Labor and the National Human Rights Commission, both their websites uh, have, have information and ways to make claims. Uh, and, of course, obviously, if, if they feel truly aggrieved and, and none of that is working for them, there are always other attorneys out there that can advise them as well. And this, again, is sort of just more of an anecdotal observation, but... Uh from my time in the United States and spending time here in Korea, it does seem like uh, the environment in the United States is where it's almost 
kind of where you have to walk on eggshells. You have to be very careful in terms of not being seen as uh, engaging in any behavior that could be considered sexual harassment. It, it does seem like here in Korea the situation has changed a bit over the years. But generally speaking, are there any main differences in, in the United States and how they approach sexual harassment from a legal point of view and Korea, or is it really all just coming down to society and culture? Uh, well, you can't discount society and culture and the differences there, but uh, having practiced in the U.S. for about 10 years in this area, uh, there are some pretty significant differences. Mm-hmm. One of the main differences in the U.S. that you encounter is punitive damages mm-hmm. and the potential for very large awards against companies uh, if they are found to have employees that have engaged in sexual harassment. So a lot of companies, and, and the laws have been around a lot longer as well, and so there's just a lot more case law and a lot more incidents that have happened over the years, uh, whereas in Korea this is more of a, a recent development, uh, and, the, and the, the penalties are not as substantial or potential penalties are not as substantial. So that can also influence the behavior, I think. But um, there are cultural differences, obviously, mm-hmm. in, in terms of the work cultures here uh, versus the U.S. that uh, are, are reality as well. And certainly is a difficult situation. A lot of people would like to see perhaps uh, more punitive uh, measures in place uh, to have perhaps a deterrent effect on a lot of the problems that we've been uh, talking about. Uh, Robert Flemmer, thank you very much for joining us. Really appreciate your time and your expertise. Well, thank you. My pleasure. That was attorney at law at Kim and jong Robert Flemmer. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with our final segment, News Digest, up ahead. Stay tuned. <laughs>